You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Hey, hey, this is Jess O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist and relationship expert. And I'm here to help you feel more compatible, happier, build a more fulfilling relationship, one conversation at a time so that you invest in your relationship, stave off boredom, stave off resentment, and live the best life possible. Living my best life. <laughs> what? Also, Snoop Dogg and friends are all here. <laughs> Brandon Weir. Super on... happy to be here because uh, I'm living my best life. You are, aren't you? Trying. Yeah, life's not so bad. And today... We are going to talk about nudity and how getting naked can change your life and improve, even save your relationship. So it's time to get naked now. I'm laughing a little bit. Because we're wearing clothes? Because I'm, I'm getting nervous thinking about getting naked. Are you? Yep. But you're naked often. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm super comfortable doing it. Huh. But you push yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, depending on the environment, you just do it. Well, the reason I want to talk about nudity is that last week I was down at Desire Resort. They are our sponsor, but this is this is just really what happened. We were down, I was down at Desire Resorts having breakfast. And I was overlooking the beach. It's built up a little and there's kind of a glass partition between where you have breakfast and the beach. And where you have breakfast, you're fully clothed. I'm in a dress and shoes and I'm working on my computer. And there are a number of couples around me and they're all wearing regular clothes as well, enjoying their breakfast with the Caribbean view. And out on the beach below us, many people who clearly didn't stay up as late as we did and got up much earlier for breakfast are already out on the beach, either playing beach volleyball or just lying in one of the beach beds. And many of them opt to be naked. They opt to strip down because it is a clothing optional resort. And so there are passers-by who walk along the beach. And of course, they're within their right to do that. It's a beautiful stretch of beach. And these passers-by are often taken aback by the nudity they run into. Some of them keep walking with their heads down. Some of them grab their kids because, I don't know, maybe they think titties bite. I don't know. <laughs> Those biting titties. I mean, I do have that one kind of like snaggletooth on the right nipple, but that that's another thing for another show, right? I guess so. You love that. I don't even know what you're talking about, um, but sure. <laughs> nipples don't bite. Some people are really uncomfortable with the nudity, so they run by. Others, of course, take their time and want to take it in. I was going to comment on the people that walk by multiple times. You get those groups, oftentimes men, um, two or three guys just walking by. And, and it's almost the first time, if it's not done on purpose, they're surprised. Jaws are kind of open, not sure what's happening. They see people playing volleyball in the nude or sun tanning or swimming, and they're surprised. And then sure enough, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, they walk by again. And then 20 minutes later, they walk by another time. But here's the thing. It's just nudity. So, you know, they could see it 
on their own if they just strip down. Exactly. And and so there are signs on the beach that there's no photography. And at the resort, there's a very strict no photography policy. Now, if you're taking a picture of just you and your partner at dinner with no one in the background, no one's going to say anything. But everyone at the resort is extremely mindful of privacy. It's a big deal. And so if you happen to be walking along the beach and pull out your phone to take a picture, there are security guards and the lifeguard on the beach who will come and delete your photo, even if you are not staying at the resort. But no one at the resort is going to do that, obviously. But the people who are passersby do this from time to time. And so I'm sitting there eating breakfast and I see these two women. I would say like one maybe was around my age, maybe one 10 years older. I'm, I'm not great with age. And they're in their bathing suits. One of them's in a bathing suit and the other one's wearing even more clothes on the beach. And I see them stop to take a picture of the ocean. And I'm thinking, oh, well, the ocean is beautiful today. However, there are miles and miles of ocean. They just happen to be taking one here. All right. Then they shift their pose to take a picture of the pier. Now, there's a beautiful pier that jets out into the ocean at Desire Pearl. It's where I hang out. It's where I nude sunbathe. It's where we can do nude yoga. It's kind of nice because the passersby cannot get onto the pier. It's quite long. Would you say it's about 50 yards out? Something about 30, 50 yards. Yeah. 40 yards. Yeah. Yeah. So next they turn to take a picture of the pier and then I know what's happening. I'm eating my breakfast and I'm like, I'm thinking they are going to turn around and pretend to pose so that they can get a picture of this lady who is uh, naked on the bed, just relaxing in the background. And so sure enough, this woman walks over and I stood up from my breakfast. I kind of jumped up on the glass wall and I, I don't know where this confidence came from because I am not usually like this. In fact, I'm quite sure the confidence is derived from the fact that I'm dealing with this heartache over my dog having cancer. And so I just have a little bit less of a filter, which is a great thing for me. I jumped up on the ledge and I said, no, 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 don't, don't take pictures. I had to kind of raise my voice. I, I wasn't I wasn't being like super confrontational. I, I didn't feel particularly angry, but I had to project. And, you know, if you know me, I'm Jamaican. So projection is my norm. <laughs> I'm whispering right now. This is my whisper. <laughs> uh, Brandon's rolling his eyes because it's true. I said, no pictures. Don't take pictures of, of naked people. And then they kind of protested and said, no, no, no. And I said, no, man. I go, it's not cool. You're not funny. Show respect. And then the security ran over and confronted them and took a look at their phones to make sure there were no pictures and sent them on their merry way. And so I felt so proud. Actually, a few of the couples around me thanked me because it's not funny and it's not cool. And even if you are within your legal right, which I don't know the laws of Mexico and I don't really care, just because you are allowed to do something doesn't mean you should do it. If it makes people uncomfortable, don't do it. And I felt, based on my observation, that they were sort of making fun of this woman, right? So sometimes people will walk by and they judge their own bodies against other people's, et cetera, et cetera. And again, this is something that you don't tend to do when you get naked because it kind of evens the playing field in many ways. But I, I, I thought of stripping down at that moment. I thought of taking off my clothes because I felt that they were kind of making a joke. And I was like, I wonder if they'd really like a picture of my naked body next to her in the bikini, because I don't think she would have. And so long story to get to my point, which is what is the damn deal with nudity? Dear God, to these two women walking on the beach, to everyone who gets so obsessed with leering, with making fun, with all of that stuff, 
if you take your clothes off right now, you can see nudity. So the two of them, if they just took their clothes off, they could see each other naked. Right? It's not actually a big deal. It is not the eighth wonder of the world. It is not, not Niagara Falls. It is not the Egyptian pyramid. It is not that excited. If you want to see a naked body, take a look at your own. And if you're not comfortable taking a look at your own, well, then listen on because we're going to talk about how to get more comfortable in your body. Because feeling good about your body is essential to your own well-being. It's essential to a happy relationship. It's essential to a fulfilling sex life. And so I want to talk about why you should consider getting naked to change your life and how to feel more comfortable with your own nudity. Now, I grew up in a household in which I wouldn't say sex was something we talked about, but nudity was sort of loosely embraced. My parents weren't walking around, you know, flailing around, but they, they also didn't hide their bodies in shame. So I don't think I received messages that being naked was dirty or shameful growing up, and I know that that may not be your case. But outside the home, it was different because nudity wasn't an option in Toronto. And I think there was a lot of judgment and continues to be a lot of judgment around how you dress. How, how, was, how did you grow up with nudity? It was much the same. I don't think that we didn't talk about it much. I mean, British upbringing where it wasn't really, most things, a lot of things weren't talked about. Still, you know, loving home, but most things weren't talked about. So no, we didn't talk about nudity, nudity or walk around in the nude. It was something that you did when you took a shower or got changed. That was about it. But I'll tell you, I was uncomfortable the first time that we went to Desire and I had to get nude for the first time, I might gone skinny dipping and stuff, but I mean, that's, you strip down, you jump in a lake, right? This was something where you kind of embraced your nudity. You walked around comfortably if you chose to. And some people at Desire wore uh, bathing suits and some people didn't. And I remember the first time that we went and I still struggle with it, being nude. And I think it does come from a comfort of your own body. I also think that it's just, there is for me this this fear or this concern that other people are judging you. And the, and the really interesting thing about Desire, and I'm not just here to simply plug the resort, but there's something about that environment that when you're around other people that are nude and just frankly don't care, it's a non-issue. It's because you enjoy the feeling of the sun against your skin or just not wearing a bathing suit you really do shed your, I don't want to say um, inhibitions, but perhaps the concern or the, um, the self-doubt about who you are and how you look. And then after not more than a few seconds, if not a minute, you realize you're just having a conversation with somebody else and it just so happens that you're both not wearing any clothing. But I do still struggle with stripping down right away. So if we dig a bit deeper and peel back the layers, what is it that you're worried about? To be brutally honest, it's judgment. I mean, let's be honest, guys are judged based on their stuff. How big are you? Is it too cold out? Did you just, is this a Seinfeld episode? Did I go for a swim? Um, did I just work out? <laughs> what does just working out have Isn't to do with it? workout action going on, you know, where maybe the blood flows to other body parts? Is muscles. that a thing? I don't know, man. Maybe sometimes. Hang on. Is shrinkage after a workout a thing? 
I know about swimming. I don't have this conversation with a lot of my male friends, or, you know, but I think that it can happen, yeah. Ah. Like, I, uh, speak for your own penis. Listen, maybe you might have to, um, you know, just give a little shake before you take your pants off or something like that. Just to make sure everything's normal size. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and I think everybody feels a bit self-conscious naked. But what, what I'm hoping is that some of the insights and guidance we can offer can help you to feel better naked. Because I've already told my story about desire and how it changed my life and how getting naked in front of a group of people who had you know much in common with me and little in common with me people who are my own age as well as people who were 10 20 30 years older than me people who have a body type similar to mine and people who have very different body types getting naked in a group is life-changing and I've said that before that I'm not afraid of getting old and I'm not afraid of like every line or every wrinkle or every pound because I spent time with these more experienced older women, they, they're not old, but they're older than I was in my 20s, at such a, such a young age. And because I saw them just owning their bodies, walking around like they deserve to take up space because you deserve to take up space. Walking around, enjoying themselves, enjoying their partners. I mean, this is, to be clear, I know that nudists definitely don't want to conflate nudism with anything sexual Uh, desire happens to be clothing optional and also a sexual environment so it's not what you would call naturism naturism uh, is very much about just the nudity shedding your skin uh, especially ridding yourself of clothing and labels because clothing tend to be uh, some clothing tends to denote status i think you meant shedding your clothes What did I say? Shedding your skin. I want to make a skin suit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Super weird. Shedding the skin. (laughs) But hey, you know, whatever floats your boat, right? Uh, But maybe don't skin it. No. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, but we draw the line there. And you know, all across the world, cultures celebrate nudity. If we look back at the ancient Greeks exercising in the nude or the Romans who dined and drank and bathed and philosophized in these nude bathhouses and the many cultures from the Japanese to the Finnish who enjoy nude baths and hot springs and saunas and the fact that nudity has been a part of religious and cultural ceremonies throughout history. But in North America, we hide our bodies in shame. And it is such a shame because nudity has the capacity to help us to reduce stress. People who take their clothes off have higher body image. A study of 12,000 American adults found that body image is among the most important components to life satisfaction. Very interesting. Yes. So the way you feel about your body can determine how you feel about your entire life. For men, It's the second most important factor, according to this study, how you feel about your body. And for women, it's the third. So I don't think that we would think that body image itself would rank so high as a predictor of life satisfaction. But we have all of this research. Another study at the University of Northern Iowa discovered that nudists have significantly higher body self-acceptance. Another study at a nudist camp in New York found that teens who were part of this nudist camp were extraordinarily well-adjusted, happy, 
and thoughtful. And I found this one really fascinating. Getting naked is good for your attitude and tolerance levels toward other people, not toward alcohol or anything like that. Uh, A University of Central Florida 2008 study of 384 participants found that pro-nudity students were significantly more accepting of other religious groups and gays and lesbians and and compared to the anti-nudity students. And they were also less prejudiced toward people of other ethnicities. There's something very vulnerable about not wearing any clothing. I think you're afraid of being judged. And once you realize that you're in an environment that you're not being judged, it's liberating. But it's that preconceived notion or idea that you, as soon as you strip down, that somebody inevitably is going to pick apart your flaws. Yes, when in fact, the person who is most likely to identify or pick apart supposed flaws is you. You are your own worst critic. The things that you notice in yourself are not things that your partner and that other people necessarily observe. And we have to remember that industries in the billions of dollars rely upon you feeling badly about your body. There is so much money to be spent to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Because unless you have a reason you want to change your body, listen, if you want to gain weight, lose weight, get stronger, whatever, tone up, that's okay, of course. But in the process of that, you do not want to waste a second hating on your body. I hate, I've always hated some of these terms from when I was young, like problem areas or flaws. I'm perfect despite my flaws. Why are those flaws? Right? Why do we even see those as flaws? I cannot stand any of the stylist television shows where they tell you how you can minimize your waist or maximize your shoulders or boost your butt, unless, again, that's what you want to do. But I do remember being at an event and a stylist offered, offered me some free advice, unsolicited advice, and she was telling me how I could minimize my chest to balance out and this, that sounds like a brag thing. It wasn't a brag thing. She was saying that I, I, it made me look heavy. And I was like, but damn, I felt so good. I felt so good when I walked out the door. I remember what I was wearing. Do you know that? How did you feel after she told you about that? You know what? I felt pissed at her because maybe I'm just so high on my body. This was post-Desire Resorts. So this was post-2000 six, which was my first visit there, which was transformative. And we talk about it in a previous podcast if you want to go back. But it was transformative for me to be around naked folks. And not only was it a one-time transformative experience, but it's ongoing because I go back all the time. And it's not the only place I go. I've got to be naked at Oasis in Toronto. I've had the opportunity to be naked at Hedonism in Jamaica. Uh, I've had many opportunities to be, (laughs) be naked. I seek them out. But I remember I was wearing jeans which is so rare for me, right? And this pink shirt, which I still have. And she was basically saying my body was a bit unbalanced. And I was like, but I kind of like the way I look. And it's interesting because I'd say this was about 10 years ago. And since that time, over the past few years, body image ideals have changed, right? So she probably would give me different advice today. And I'm thinking, I don't need that advice. I wear what I feel good in. I'm not saying I always feel good. You know, maybe you think, oh, it's easier for me. I'm younger than you or I'm skinny or I'm heavier or I don't know. But that's 
my point. Once I stripped down in front of a group, I stopped comparing myself in the same way. And I felt like once I was naked, people were more accepting of of me. And it's, it's funny, the other day, so I was down in the ocean by myself. So normally we travel together, but we had this emergency with the dog. So Brandon didn't come and Desire made an exception for me to go on my own. So I was swimming in the ocean on my own. And when I got out, I started chatting with this couple and she said I looked cold because I was shivering, even though it was like <laughs> 80 degrees, degrees yeah. yeah, 80 degrees Fahrenheit, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. And, and then we're two minutes into the conversation and she says to me, oh my gosh, you're, you're Dr. Jess from Playboy. And I thought that's kind of interesting that we were chatting and she didn't know who I was, not that she needed to know who I was at all and not that most people know who I am, but at Desire many people do because I'm working down there and, you know, and they're promoting me. But what was cool was the nudity, I think, made her more likely to speak to me from the onset. And, and I think the fact that I was naked also made me less re- recognizable, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really interesting observation. I think as somebody who is still struggles personally with my nudity, especially being around other people, having conversations and feeling relaxed, it takes a little bit of time for me to just kind of be like, okay, cool. We're down on the beach, go for a swim. I'm lying on, you know, I'm lying on the pier, whatever it is I'm doing. I don't know that I'm super comfortable, even still after all these years you know, having those just candid conversations, like it really takes me some time to feel comfortable. And I don't, I'm not going to sit here and dissect why that is, but I know that that's just me personally. And maybe that is a, a discomfort with my own body. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more positive I think that is because it will force me to question why I'm uncomfortable with my body. But I do think that we are constantly told, like you said, to hate ourselves. When I'm getting groceries or when I'm anywhere and I see a magazine, all I see are men that are shredded. You know, they've got a 12 pack (laughs) and they're jacked beyond all recognition or women that are, uh, you know, whatever it is that's trendy at the time, whether it's bone thin or, you know, it's bigger this or smaller that it's it's, it's there in your face all the time. And now we have these filters that are, I don't know, teaching us to not hate ourselves, but teaching us to change the way we look to present to the world. So you're never really a real version of yourself, even in the presentation that you, that, that you put out there. And I think that that's a very hard thing. So it's like you're sitting here or we're sitting here having a conversation talking about, hey, you need to feel good when everything else that you do tells you, otherwise. Well, and that's why you have to put the work in because saying I want to feel good isn't going to cut it because we have a culture that is designed to make you feel bad so that you will spend your money on things that will supposedly make you look better. And, you know, you say you're uncomfortable sometimes, you know, in a public environment getting naked, although it you appear comfortable because you always get naked. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't do it. I'm just saying that initial kind of like, okay, here we go, jump out the plane sort of, <laughs> y- you know, moment. What about on your own? Do you feel comfortable naked on your own? You mean like if I'm at our house? Yeah. Yeah, I don't usually wander around the house in the nude, but I don't have a problem with it. I don't I don't stare at myself and think, oh, I'd like to fix this or fix that. I, I, I go to the gym. I try to stay healthy. I've accepted that I'm not going to restrict my diet or... Not living with me or not. No, not with you. <laughs> I'm not going to restrict my diet or spend hours at the gym every single day trying to have 
that body. I'm interested in staying healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in staying fit. I enjoy my body. I enjoy what it allows me to do. What do you like about your body? Um, this is not a joke. I like my neck. I know that sounds super weird. I like my biceps. I like my, no, I like my neck. I don't know why. I just like my, I like the collarbone and ah, that's a weird thing your to decollete. say. My what? Your décolleté. Is that? Your I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it was always in the like Victoria's Secret catalogs. I think it's that, it's so your cleavage. So I like cleavage. the female part of my <laughs> I think anatomy. it's your cleavage. Okay, no, I don't mean that. I meant like my neck, oh, which okay. is kind of weird. I like your neck too. I'm all neck. What? <laughs> Six feet. Six feet of neck. Um, my shoulders are great, I guess. I like your shoulders too. Um, but there are certainly parts of my body that I do not like. I didn't ask that. Well, that's okay because I'm going to tell you. Anyway. <laughs> well, the reason I asked you what you liked is we do an exercise. We have this 50 video course and one of the exercises is I love my body. So you say what you love about your body, which is revolutionary. It's a, it's a countercultural act to say you love your body in a culture that wants you to hate your body. So one partner says what they like and the other partner mirrors it back. So Brandon says, I like my neck and I say, I love your neck. And we go back and forth. And it, I, I find it quite a powerful exercise, even just if you could say right now, wherever you are, I like my body or I love my body. And think about the parts of your body you like. And I, I talk all the time about how much I love my body. And it's not because I think, you know, that I love it more than everybody else loves theirs. And it's not that I don't have body image issues. It's not that, you know, I always feel great about myself. Let me be clear. I get messages on Instagram about how people don't like my nose, how they don't like my mouth. I've been told that I should get Botox around my lips. I've been told that I look fat on TV. You know, on one side, people are very critical of the way I look. And on the other side, I take flack from people who kind of attribute my my success to the way I look. So thinking about the way I look is conflicting and exhausting. But I can tell you this, the more I decide to like my body, the more energy I have for the more important things in life. And the more time I spend naked, either on my own or with other naked people, the better I feel. I think that's a key point, though, spending time with other people that are comfortable. And it doesn't mean that the people you're around have to be nude as well. But I think that being around people that are constantly hating on other people is such is so toxic like the idea that you you galvanize over ridiculing somebody else's body or something about their body i'm like why does it matter like why and i'm not saying that we all haven't done it at some point but moving forward like over the last few years really focusing in on why am i wasting my time and my energy number 1 doing that or thinking that or saying that number two being around those people that reinforce that those negative attitudes because it's it's like i said it's toxic right and body image is contagious if you're a parent you have to be so wary of the messages you're sending but also your friends the way they talk about their own bodies affects how you feel about your body and the data supports this if your friends tend to complain about their weight their height their body or criticize the way they look or the way others look it's time to make new friends you do not need their attitudes affecting your self image no new friends no new friends or new friends or new friends so you know you've been taught We've all been taught to hide our bodies and we've been taught to cover up our so-called problem areas and the only way to unlearn these negative messages is to defy them and getting naked is one way. So can you get naked right now if you're not on the bus? If you are only naked or in the office when you shower 
and have sex. If you're only naked to get dressed, you're not giving you're not giving yourself enough time to get comfortable with your nudity. So I want to leave you with some ideas, some ways to work your way up to spending more time, maybe a whole half hour naked watching TV or cleaning or reading until you forget about the naked state altogether. That's what I was going to ask you is you make these comments about you need to not only be naked when you're getting changed or hopping in the shower. So what would you propose to somebody that's like, okay, I'm going to break down these attitudes. You just said spend time reading in the nude. Like that's something that you can do. Right. right. And maybe or, you do it under a comfort to begin, to begin with. And then maybe you progress to a thin sheet. And then maybe you just take your top half out. Maybe you take your bottom half out. You do the hokey pokey. You shake it all about that kind of thing. You know, I'm such a dad joke. I know. I'm, such, that was brutal. I'm an old man. So, I mean, first and foremost, I suggest you begin. If It depends where you are. If you're comfortable getting naked, good for you. Look for those opportunities. Spread the love. Be kind to yourself. Love your body. But if you're starting out, Picturing yourself naked is a good way to start. Visualization can be very powerful. And visualization has been shown to be an effective tool to improve confidence and performance for athletes, for performers, and even for prisoners of war. So one study found that thinking about lifting weights produces similar brain patterns to actually lifting weights. Hold up. Okay, no, I'm not saying like my biceps are going to get strong, but we see the same neuro neurochemical reaction or so the same principle can be applied to visualing visualizing yourself naked so can you just think about yourself naked and can you soak in the compliments and give lots of compliments studies show that giving and receiving compliments activate similar chemical reactions in terms of releasing feel-good hormones so remember our brains and i think our socialized selves have been programmed to reject compliments, right? Think about it. The last time someone complimented you, you likely rejected the compliment or let it roll off without a thought. And this needs to change. The next time you get a compliment, try repeating it to yourself in your head three times or write it down. You need to soak up the positive messages about our bodies in order to compete with all the negative ones we receive. And then the next piece is your attitude. I mentioned before that you are your own worst critic. And research shows that other people do not notice the things that you perceive as flaws. They're more focused on your best assets. And you should be too. And then the other thing to consider is your posture. It's kind of interesting. They say this is a quick fix. If you adjust your posture to sit or stand up straight... It also can create a neurochemical change in the brain resulting in a confidence boost. And you just sat up. You got erect. He got erect, You know, it's so funny. I wonder how many people just adjusted their posture because you said that. Because you've got the best posture I am. I I am very erect. And I feel like a slouch sitting next to you, but I wonder how many people just sat upright. Do you know why I'm so erect? Piano. Piano. 
I, oh. I took the Suzuki method of piano when I was little, which focuses so much on posture. The David Suzuki method? No, not The environmentalist? <laughs> no. Brandon, and I don't know if American folks know who David Suzuki is, but no, the Suzuki method of piano uh, really helped with my posture and my memory. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is television and, and pop culture and your social media feed, because your social media feed can negatively impact how you feel about your body and how you feel about your life. And so I think it's important to find balance following different types of people. I know that a lot of us follow people who are aspirational in some way, and that that's fine. But I find that it's really helpful to see beautiful images of people of different backgrounds, of different body types, of different skin colors, of different means and of different abilities so you know there there are different accounts out there like f your boot f your beauty standards is one uh the fat sex therapist is another and so if you can adjust your feed to inspire you in a positive way i would suggest you drop those feeds that say things like nothing feels what is it what did they say nothing tastes as good, good as, as skinny feels that's so ridiculous to me can you say it again since i michael scotted it <laughs> <laughs> i don't agree with it because a mint chocolate chip cookie tastes real good especially an ice cream sandwich nothing tastes as good as skinny feels yeah and that's such a eurocentric um white standard of beauty as well because skinny across the globe is not something that everybody endeavors toward like i remember growing up my mom would say what don't kill you make you fatter and you know I, know, I know in North America, you say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But my mom would say what don't kill you make you fatter. And that was a positive thing, right? Nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Okay. Except some things taste really good, yeah, man. Yeah, some things taste really good. Uh, so those type of messages are really concerning to me. And I'm not saying that seeing them is going to destroy your worldview or destroy the way you feel about yourself. But if you are bombarded with those types of messages. I mean, we could spend hours unpacking why that is so problematic and how it's so harmful. But ultimately, just fill your field, fill your feed with a range of images, with a range of accounts, with people who make you feel good about yourself and who are looking to empower all sorts of people, not just people exactly like you. And so once you've adjusted your attitude, once you're soaking in the compliments, once you've tried the visualization, can you get naked in front of a mirror? Can you start with 5, 10, 20, 30 seconds if that's all you can handle? And can you work your way up to staring at yourself naked in the mirror for two, three, four, five minutes? And maybe you start in a dimly lit room if you're not feeling comfortable, but staring at your own naked body. And learning to be mindful, meaning being in that moment and not judging yourself, is so powerful. Maybe a little Enya, some candles. <laughs> Do you have an Enya CD? Many Enya CDs. <laughs> Do you have a CD player? <laughs> <laughs> I put on my Walkman. Hey, my mom still has a Walkman, man. It's probably worth a lot of money. And so you're taking baby steps, right? You can incorporate games. You might play strip, po strip poker with someone you trust. It might be change your, changing your underwear to wear something more revealing. It might be skinny dipping. It might be taking your top off or clothing off in a hot tub. It might be just getting naked at night in the dark. But building your way up, if we could set your goal to standing in front of the mirror naked for three to five minutes and walking away from that feeling good 
or even feeling neutral to begin with. If that is your outcome, being able to be naked with yourself for three to five minutes in front of a mirror, if you can get to that point. I just had an idea. Uh Uh-oh. Karaoke Naked, your favorite song in front of the mirror. What would your pick be? I don't know, probably something angry. I don't know right now. T.I.? T.I. Uh, is violent, not angry. <laughs> rub, I guess a, rub a band, man. Wild as <laughs> the Taliban. Nine in my left, 45 yeah, you know, in my other hand. could do that. I mean, something maybe a little more happy, but hey, whatever works for you. I bet you'd pick Matchbox 20. No, I would not pick Matchbox <laughs> Nothing against it. I just would not be my jam. I think you'd like to care. I don't actually think you care if you're naked or in clothing or on horseback. You just like karaoke. Heck yeah. All right. So actually, that's a great point. Find something you love to do and do that thing naked because Brandon loves to karaoke. Just saying. you got three minutes to kill. Might as well sing a song. There you go. If you can sing a song naked in front of the mirror, all the better. It Although, also gives you reasons to like flex or like pose. You know, you could vogue it up. I love I'm this. full of great ideas today. You really are. But I feel like um, my voice is so bad, it might not be good for my body image to sing in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then finally... If you can give yourself, if, you, if you're feeling comfortable, if you can give yourself an opportunity to be in a naked playground, to go to a resort, to go to a club, to go to a beach, you don't have to get naked, but just to, you know, feel what it's like. And you might feel more uncomfortable in clothes than naked since everyone else is naked. So just con- I want you to consider this wherever you're at. My goal, all the work I'm doing and, you know, I, I try and I fail and I try and do better is to make people feel better about themselves. That's what I'm hoping is that you'll like yourself more, that you'll like your partner more, that you'll communicate your needs more clearly, that you'll feel more confident. And working on your body image is one of the most important ways to do this, right? So, you know, another option. Oh, one more thing before we go. Before you strip down, think about a time that you felt powerful. Visualize and just like hold the thought of being powerful, whether it's Something you did physically, you ran a marathon, or something you did in the workplace, you nailed a presentation, or something you did in bed, you, I don't know, did some acrobatic move. Think of a time you felt powerful and hold this thought for 15 to 20 seconds. And you'll probably feel a confidence boost, more confidence in your body. And that's what we're looking for. I really believe you can change your life if you change the way you feel about your body. So I challenge you to get naked right now if it's legal and to work your way with these baby steps over the course of this week to see where you can get to and of course we're always open to your feedback so please send us your messages your notes about how this goes your questions yeah absolutely we have lots of questions coming in that we're going to answer in the upcoming weeks but until then i hope you get to get naked and i'm I'm heading off to a speaking tour actually i will be in switzerland and Spain and the Netherlands and a bunch of other places and a bunch of other places over the next week so hopefully I'll get a chance to be naked maybe in a sauna in the sauna yeah I'm leaving Brandon on his own are you going to be naked a lot I will make an effort I will sing a lot of songs in the nude we've got a full-length mirror right behind us with the windows drawn oh there are a lot of windows here Okay. Thank you, babe. Thanks for joining. Thank you. And thank you to listening. Thank you so much to Desire Resorts for their ongoing support of this podcast. Wherever you're at, I hope you feel amazing. Have a great week. And we'll be, we will be back again next Friday with a whole new episode. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. <laughs>